how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strike. It's Freddie Youngberg again, pushed out by Bartes. Wilson! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership, and this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle! It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur! What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pace Power Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. With me today, the Arsenal boys. We've got a pat at the bottom. How do we Hello. do? I just, have you got a button-up North Face shirt? No, it's a zip-up. It's clearly a zip-up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, sorry, the way the way the, the, way the court is it fit, was, it was looking a bit collar-like. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm not trying to embarrass myself live on air. <laughs> and uh, we've got Dixon in the top left. How you doing? Howdy. Uh, both of you in your dressing gowns. No, it's just just Pat. No, just no. This is a this is a hoodie. No, I've got a button-up North Face shirt. You are button-up dressing gown. <laughs> and we are talking about the Ballon d'Or, the disgrace of the Ballon d'Or. I mean, would you call it a disgrace? I don't really think I care enough to call it a disgrace. Um, no, I do. I'm hot. <laughs> are you hot? I'm not that yeah, hot. Yeah, I'm quite hot. I'm a kind it's, of it's Hamson, battle, man. It's, it's Hamson. battle core blimey. What a poor list sort of level. <laughs> I've been riled. I've been riled, i got to say. <laughs> so before we get into the Ballon d'Or, the Ballon d'Or is a, a fancy French shitty word for the golden ball. And it's effectively the football award ceremony they hold at the end of every year. Basically, the pun, the pun, the gold standard for who is the best footballer in the world for that year, that season, whatever. Yeah. And I'm right thinking it's actually not especially official like it, isn't it just like a publication or something it's not like yeah. it's fifa is it it is fifa is it fifa i don't think it thing, is right? if it is i, I get, for some reason i feel like it's like fifa licensed but not like it's not run by fifa they've got their own no. one and no one cares about it i think well, it's done primarily by the voting so it's done on a voting basis so it's done by players Managers and yeah. journalists. As it's I the Oscars, it. basically, isn't it? It's the Academy. Yeah. The Academy. It's a popularity contest. contest, but it does yeah. hold some weight. And I'd say the majority of the time since it's been running, since we've been alive, it's got basically all, all of it right. There's been I'm some on... utter shockers down the years, which we'll talk yeah. about. But um, this year, I think especially, has been a bit of a shocker. And we'll, we'll get right into that. Yeah. As, as an aside, I'm on the Wikipedia page for the Ballon d'Or. Uh, nothing to do with FIFA. Well, not anymore. Oh, uh, really? Okay. It's presented by the French news magazine France Football. What the hell do French people know about football? <laughs> um, between 2010 and 2015, it was merged with FIFA Player of the Year. But since 2016, it's just not FIFA at so all. FIFA, FIFA, FIFA have their own nonsense one. FIFA tried to muscle what? in on the action and then got they got swiftly yeah. turned away. <laughs> yeah, so oh, they've got it's, their, just, like, 
just it's some like, magazine. It's like a thief. It's called the Thief Pro Men's mm, Pro of the Year. Yeah. And then no one, no one gives a single shit about it. I, I don't know who. I couldn't tell you a winner. I presume okay. yeah. won most of them. But so. this is this is like effectively like some like a women's magazine like top hundred met hottest man the thing is if you're a football fan and earlier i'm trying to describe this to a, the non-football fan this is like a big deal this is weirdly a big deal for a lot of people yeah including me and is. everyone here it is yeah it's, why <laughs> despite despite what we've just said about it not being official and it not really mattering in the scheme of things it is as prestigious as football individual awards get like you've got your for the non-football fans that are listening, I know some people do. Thank you very much. Um, it's it's like you, you've got your you know your World Cups, your big team awards. They're the actual things you play for. But this, you don't play for this. This is just a separate thing. But it's the most prestigious award a player can get, really. Definitely. And um, one, I think one good example of demonstrating how important it can be is that I think Cristiano Ronaldo and his famous rivalry with uh, Lionel Messi said that his main barometer in terms of judging how much better he was than Messi or where he was at basically was how many Ballon d'Ors have I won? How many has he won? I need to win more than him. Yeah. And this year has definitely changed that particular, the scales in that particular duel as we'll get into. Um, I think for the general structure of of what we're going to do is we're going to go for just the top 10 of the voting list, who are the top 10 best players of the year go through the actual list and then we're going to talk about that and then we're going to talk about our particular list and who we'd change, who wouldn't be in there. Notable omissions, yeah. this, that, and the other. Let's start from number 10 and work our way up to the top. So if, the, if no one knows what the Ballon d'Or winner is and you listen to this podcast, this is the first time you know, let us let us tell you who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Take our word for it. I promise you we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we aren't lying. So number 10 on my list, and uh, hopefully I got this right, is uh, Gigi Donnarumma, the PSG goalie and Italy goalkeeper who won the Euros, and I don't know what he did with AC Milan, but now he's gone to PSG. Starting off weak here, we've got to say. Very uh, weak. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it one bit. Are we saying so before we, before, I think we should have a qualifying thing where we say, deserving or not to be in this top 10? Good idea. Uh, what are we saying, I- first of all? My vote's no. <laughs> yeah, I no. You can't have a you can't have a keeper. No, no. And this is the thing. Even if even if I thought he was the best keeper in the world this year, which I don't think he was, uh, keepers should not be within. They should have. There should be a keeper restraining order for the Ballon d'Or. I think um, this isn't for them. Yeah. Them away. They're they not, play like, with their hands. Yeah, they're not count. players. They're not football players. We've talked about people have talked about giving different positions their own awards, and I think keeper is the only position it really makes sense for. But there was that one year that Neuer finished top three. Yeah, what? I think so. Football players, it's football, it's football, it's football. <laughs> no, no one cares. And the thing is, I'm thinking about it now. If Donnarumma, if that second penalty had like rolled under him, yeah, or he hadn't made, a, if he hadn't literally hadn't saved that particular penalty. He wouldn't even be in the top like 50 for this list. No. This man didn't really do anything in the domestic season, as far as I'm concerned. I know AC Milan finished really well, um, but to put him on this list, but especially you've got like Allison or Black, who's always amazing, even Neuer still to this day is, is a great goalkeeper. They're not even yeah. near this list. It's just bullshit. And since, since the Euros, since the Euros, he's not played football. Yeah, he's, he doesn't he's second, get a he's look second in. choice. He doesn't play. It's crap. It's <laughs> he's fucking just some crap. Tall guy. 
And this is this is the first instance. This is the first instance of something we'll go into much greater detail later, which is where the country this man plays for did well in a tournament. So he's been included. <laughs> fraudulent, fraudulent. And yeah, yeah, I love Italy, but um, yeah, there's about to be a lot of smoke put on, on the nation's name <laughs> <laughs> in, in the coming in the coming moments. Um, so at ten, we've got Gigi Donnarumma. I think we can all safely say not deserved. <laughs> a little stamp on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, we've got um the little known man of Kylian Mbappe, who got to the quarterfinals with France and Euros. Yeah, ignominiously went out. He missed the oh he missed the decisive oh, penalty. He missed the decisive penalty. Right. So we got that. And then he the only trophies he won that season were the French League Cup and the French FA Cup. Okay. Yeah, because they, they fumbled the uh fumbled the Uber East, didn't they? They fumbled the Uber Eats, that's right. Um, oh, I, sh- I assume they win the Uber Eats. They didn't win the Uber Eats? No, nah, Leo won it. Yeah. Oh. So I think we can safely say in the Champions League, when did PSG go out? They went out to City? Oh, no, they knocked out City, didn't they? Is that right? City win, City win the final, then. Yeah. Yeah, what am I talking about? <laughs> no, I, so, think they, I think City... Did City knock them out? Did yeah, Chelsea City knocked so them no, because City played them last season as well. As I promise season. we're experts. <laughs> yeah, I, I got confused because uh, no, PSG beat City this season. They play each other a lot, okay? But yeah, last year's Champions League was out. so forgettable. It was just such bullshit. Um, but we have taken last year's Champions League as well, and that's influenced a lot of the disgraceful decisions on this list. <laughs> um, but Mbappe, as I said to you guys in the group chat, um, I don't know what you guys said in response to this. You might have been slacking me off the whole time. Um, but I, Mbappe is only, only on this top 10 because of the name he is, not because of anything he's done in his domestic or international career this season, in my personal opinion. Well, I didn't slack you off for that, but I should have done. <laughs> well, like, he hasn't won, he hasn't done anything of significance. You know, he's in the best international team What do you want? What do you want? So, so hang on. It's coming you, from you. This is the you... man who... We... <laughs> roll, roll it back. Roll it back. Two months. Yeah. We did an entire episode about you saying that trophies meaningless. <laughs> no, but when you're judging... What about are you talking best, about? But like... No, no, but, no, but you can't say that and then say that the Ballon d'Or is bad because... Uh, it doesn't reward individual players. It's all about the Ballon d'Or is the okay. individual reward. Let me let me let me qualify some statements here. First of all, first of all, I did say the trophies thing, and I have since revised that that theory. <laughs> Second of all, to not win the domestic league in France, if you're a, if you are the star man of that team, I don't care. I don't care. You have utterly, despicably failed. <laughs> You've failed. If Barack Yilmaz <laughs> is outscoring you, thirty. Eight-year-old Burak Yomaz is outscoring <laughs> you in the French league. You have failed. You don't deserve to be on the top ten best list of the of players in the world. You just don't. You just don't. Come on, come on. Please give me that. At the very least, concede that. If you're getting outscored by some guy, you don't deserve to be on the top ten. <laughs> Second of all, if you're missing the decisive okay, okay, penalty Ed. to send your team out of a European competition against Switzerland. Bakaya Saka's not on this list. I'm not seeing him. He had, a great, he had a great season, funnily enough. Nowhere near this top 10 list. He's just there on merit. He's just there on what he's done in years gone by. It's nothing to do with what what he's actually achieved in the last year, which is what I thought this list was meant to be about. What do you think, Dixon? I think it's tough because we all know that objectively he is one of the top 10 best players in the world. Of course, of course. But... I, I see where Ed's coming from in that this season he hasn't done anything like of particular note. 
Not like um. I don't know, but Dowling, are you happy if Yilmaz is ninth then? No, no way. No one, <laughs> no one from the French league gets anywhere near this ever. Well, I don't I'd, know I'd, what they do. I'd put Yil- Yilmaz ahead of a certain podium finish, but whatever, oh, yeah. we'll get to that. But um, Mbappe did have like like 50, 60 goal contributions this year. Did he? Yeah, like in terms of in terms of um, I think he got like. Oh, maybe I'm misremembering, but I think it was like 30 I've goals. Seen, 20 I've seen 50 as a number. Or something. Yeah. I also feel like when he was in, like, he was putting up excellent performances in the Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember I remember some top performances in the Champions League. Yeah, Wait, no, uh, did they? Did, no, did not... PSG go out to City or did they go out to Bayern? Right. Okay. So that he was, this is, this is, this is disgusting, guys. I'm so sorry. This is absolutely filthy what I'm looking at here. <laughs> In the 2020-2021 season, he got 27 goals, 7 assists. That's 30... How many, how many contributions is that? 70... Oh, I'm so shit. That's 34 con- goal yeah, contributions, 34. which is good for the French League. Okay, so you might, cut that in half. That's about <laughs> standard. Um, and in the Champions League, he got 8 goals. That's so we're, we're that's, nearing. That's, fanta- that's fantastic number. No, come Champions on. That, yeah. That's an excellent Champions League. So what, what, a, what a season this man had. What are you so talking what, about? What I'm no, saying is... robbed. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think in terms of if... What is this just about? Is this just about the best 10 performers in Europe? Um, or is it even then the world? They, they include the world? Like, in the world, that, yeah. I think it's in the world, but no Is it the best 10 the single best performers of that year or... Is it just the 10 best players, like power rankings almost, and this player's been moved up here? It, I don't really understand what it's meant to I, be. Either I way, it's a mix. Top 10. I think it's a mix because ultimately a lot of it is about, oh, big name player, you're in the top, like, which we will very much get to do. Look, I'm not going to fight it, but then if, if you make this argument that, so, okay, he's ninth in this list. I'm fine it with just, it. it. There's not a consistent line of logic for this list into you can't apply the same logic you can apply to Mbappe to so why can't it but this. why can't it be a mix of the two things why can't it be a mix of power yeah. ranking and performance but surely it's got to be one or the other like surely there has to be some like like but power, power ranking power, power ranking is is performance based isn't it like yeah if someone had a truly if if i don't know let's say messi i mean messi kind of is but this season yeah. no kane right kane is currently having an absolute stinker of a season stink show it's yeah power, Power rankings right now. No, no one's going to be saying he's top ten players on the planet. Mm. Whereas beforehand, they definitely would. But then uh, you literally. Well, these people uh, wouldn't. <laughs> imagine, imagine if we did this the Ballon d'Or in you know a similarly arbitrary time, the end of the season instead of just the end of the calendar year, which is a kind of a weird time to do it. Yeah, um, that's make any sense actually. <laughs> Kane would be. Yeah, it should top five. It should, top five. It, top, Kane would be top five. Like, Man got the most assists, most goals, and got to European final with and he was an utterly garbage Tottenham team, and he he did what he did, and he's nowhere near this top ten. Which I'll Actually, get into, I'll get into that. It's wait, disgraceful. No, it's fair. disgraceful. Where no, he was in, he's below, I mean, he's he's below a certain final. individual that I'm gonna I'm gonna murder later on in this episode. He was in the CL final. He was in the Euros final, and he had the most goals and most assists in what I think all of us can agree is the best league going. Yeah. Yeah. And he is twenty uh, third. Twenty third behind maybe Bruno should have, Maybe he should have won oh! something. <laughs> yeah, but like, okay, Mbappe. Look, I'm not going to fight. Mbappe is not the hill. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not dying on the Mbappe hill. I just, I think he hasn't had an amazing season. But yeah, is he top ten players in in Europe? Yes. 
did he probably perform to that level, top 10 level? Probably yes. Given this restlessness, probably yes. So I'm not going to die on that hill. Well, my, my beef with it is I think he should be higher, but we'll come back to that when, yeah, when we, we talk about we this sort it. of stuff. Yeah. Number eight, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Puzzle, puzzling one. I got let's go for let's go for the positives. Um, won the league. Yeah. Won the league cup. Got to the Champions League final. So he's part of the successful team. BS. We'll get into that that theory a bit later. Um, undoubtedly, I think you guys would all say agendas aside. If we can cast on agendas aside for one second, this guy is a confirmed amazing player. Um, is he deserving to be in number eight of the top best players in the world? No, no, <laughs> uh, let, let's especially up. not for this season. Have you guys got some stats for his? Uh, I, I, I just his looked them up. yeah, I've just went up. Please, please. Uh, oh, actually, hang on, hang on. Let me let me re- redo this to calendar year because for some reason the Ballon d'Or is calendar year. Um, in the meantime, I've whipped up a, a player comparison oh for admittedly. Admittedly, only this current season we're in, so ignoring you know the the the, the frank majority the vast of the However, Kevin Kevin De Bruyne, a third of the goal contributions as his uh, Croydon counterpart this season, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Emil Smith Rowe. <laughs> Jesus yeah, but he Christ. he he is KDB with an added pace package, so uh, <laughs> it's not really KDB's fault. Um, okay, well, I mean, I just looked at the. I, I can't find the, for some reason nowhere does the just the year stats. Is it all like that's a really um, weird thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. Um, I understand that the Bandor does it to incorporate like um, what do you call it? Incorporate international tournaments, but even then, it would make sense to do it at the end of the summer rather than. And yeah, summer, anyway, yeah, it makes complete summer. sense. Yeah, and the makes complete sense. I know it's a tangent as well, but imagine how sick it would be if, like, the Ballon d'Or was the weekend before the new leagues league season kicked off. It'd be such a great way to like bookend the previous. But anyway, yeah. anyway, um, this is weird. K- yeah. KDB 21, 20, uh, 2021 had a good season in the Premier League: six goals, twelve assists, um, twenty eight played, didn't play very much. Um, Mm. And in the Champions League, I mean, in the final, he was shit. Uh, probably their worst performer, and his blushes got spared by being subbed off with injury. That's true. Um, he got hit in the face quite hard, didn't he? And that was his excuse. He did. He, he did. His crying. eye got like his eye got like gouged out or something. <laughs> <laughs> he plays with an eye patch now. <laughs> um, in the what was he like during the Euros? He was okay. I feel. There was one really amazing goal that he scored. I think he, or at oh, least yeah. he contributed to it in the Denmark game. But I think Belgium got knocked out by France. France? No, no, not France. Italy. They got, they got further than France by Italy. Italy you're right. I think, yeah. In the semis. Yes, but no, they. There was, yeah. there was the quarters in the quarters, wasn't it? Because I think Italy quarters. got to Spain, didn't they? In the yes, quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. So a decent so, run. That's that's the thing. Like. I do think this is uh, isn't this isn't a disgraceful decision, but it's the wrong one for me because, like, stats wise, pretty impressive, but not you know not extraordinary. Twelve assists is good, but we've seen that before by loads of players. Um, but his standard of play and also his contribution to the City team was at an all time low. I think, like, yeah, I think so. 
he was he, he was missing for arguably City's crucial period in like over, over around the sort of winter. And I'd also it's, argue they looked better without him for I would a lot of the that. season. I I mm. thought he didn't add very much to their play at all. No. Not um, to give an insight into what my list might be like, because I haven't really thought about it yet. I could make an argument to suggest that Jao Cancelo would be... I'd have him in this top 10 above KDB, I'd argue. He, in terms well, of relative to his position. Season. Oh, no, he was very good. He was very good last season. Jao I think he's really like blown up this season. I think last season he... like. The tail know. end of last season, I think he, he really hit a stride. I think Ta- he, Gundogan as well. Gundogan as well. You got Gundogan, Gundogan is the big one. Was the guy last season, and I think again, it's a big th- big theme of this this list. It's big players, and Mbappe really now I think is a lesser case of this. It's trading on pl- past glories. Uh, Wait, hang on, like you're it's, it's, it's big players. Where's Luke Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> It's the first joke of the episode, guys. <laughs> like and <Thank> subscribe. <laughs> um, um, well, yeah, good. Good. The one doesn't have the doesn't have the rep, does he? Doesn't have the PR. Which... He's got yeah. He's got no like X fact. He's got like he's not got the pizzazz, which is a shame because he's a great, great player. Yeah. Um, better centre mid than than some players on this list. <laughs> We're and, really and running had... up to one joke. <laughs> yeah. But and and I would say as well, may, maybe it's because of relative expectations. But I thought Gundogan had a much more sort of remarkable season than than De Bruyne. Oh, definitely, oh, definitely. definitely, definitely. There was a there was a point where he was scoring a goal a game, like without yeah. fail, um, from centre mid, and it wasn't like a Bruno centre mid situation, centre mid in fifteen quotation marks, where he's actually playing ahead of the striker. He was he was playing centre mid. Yeah, um, no, he was just making really good runs from beyond midfield. Um, yeah, I think B- yeah, complete BS that he's not on this list. Complete BS. Speaking yeah. of complete BS, let's talk about number seven. Um, oh, hang on. Are we? What are we saying? We need to give the verdict though for the official. Oh verdict. yeah, you're right. The soundbite. <laughs> no, um, I'm saying. Uh, what, what was the exact terminology I used before? Well, whatever it was, I don't give a shit. I'm saying no to Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a no from me as well. So we got th- th- I think we're two no's and a, a tentative yes for Mbappe. Mbappe should be there, but not really tenth on that. Okay, yeah, tenth yeah, on that. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Next on this list, um, again speaking of BS, is um, I'm just going to say it: the best player in the world, Mohamed Salah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's been. Fucking rot. <laughs> <laughs> he's unplayable this season. He's genuinely unplayable. And, and just yeah, and on seen... that point, like it, for clarification here, the, the Ballon d'Or would include like pretty much up to a recent time, wouldn't it? They only. I mean, yes. they. I like. I can't. I, it's not like they vote like months in advance. They voted like. No, they vote a bit before. It's about a month. Like it's this... about a month in advance. To be fair, right. I read a, a Lequeep because I think Lequeep are quite like the, them and French news are all, all in it together, aren't they? Basically, and they said that the Ballon d'Or winner knew who'd won. Um, like late October, they'd already know. They the winner of the Ballon d'Or was informed ahead of time that they they had won. Um, so. Where the fuck's going on there? I don't know. Maybe, well, I don't maybe that's understand. maybe that's why I said winner is fucking clocked out for the rest of the year. He'll <laughs> <laughs> pick it'll pick it up again once it's you know counting for next year's balance. <laughs> <laughs> Save, saving his energy. 
<laughs> Ballon d'Or merchant. Um, but let's yeah, let's wax a little bit of, of lyrical, a, t- a tiny bit of lyrical about Mohamed Salah because this guy, I think we can all agree, is the best player in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Um, again, last season, I'll, I'll pull up his exact stats, but um, as I as I perceived it, it was an absolutely magical season. Uh, again. And- and again and again and again by him. And, and Liverpool, especially last season, Liverpool were shite. Yeah, Liverpool mm. were <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> there, was, there was that period again around Jan- like January sort of time where they would have lost every single game were it not for him single-handedly sort of dragging them through it. it. Crazy numbers. And also, I know this, I, I'm a bit of a hater. I It's, it's a badge I wear with, with pride, but Seller, like, I was trying up until... Last season, I was trying to find ways to still call him a fraud somehow. Last season was where I, I just ran out of excuses. Yeah, I'm in the very, I'm, I'm in the same camp. I've always, I don't know, there's always been something I've just not quite liked about him. But goal scoring merchant. Yeah, in recent times, just like oh, he good play he really, merchant. Just really is great, isn't he? Yeah, I think I just remember. I don't know. I was always clutching it. Sort like oh. You know, he's wearing long sleeves and he's got them like over <laughs> his wrists. <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't like that, to be fair. <laughs> my main thing like, with him before, my bugbear was that he didn't, I didn't think he celebrated, especially in his first season. I don't think he celebrated as much as I thought he should. I think he thought, so in hindsight, scoring goals, looked, scoring goals, looks bad too on me. For him. <laughs> yeah, he, he came into the league from a, a good season at Roma and he was banging goals in like at an unprecedented level and he was acting like it was the absolute norm. And at that time, I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, this is not going to last. And it's lasted. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And he's actually celebrating, in my opinion, I, I think he's just generally. People have just come around to the fact that this guy is so unreal. We just have to get, yeah. we just have to accept I think. It. I think he's just recently he's just cultivated like an inevitability. Like every game I watch him play, it's like, well, well he's scoring, isn't he? You know, yeah. When, like again, you're just sitting there waiting for it to happen. It's not like a certain individual, a Portuguese individual for a Manchester United, where his goals so often are of such high caliber. And it's not all penalties; it's like incredible goals. His, it's not, it's his, not uh, Russell Westbrook. It's, it's Steph Curry. Is, is what yeah, you're saying exactly? <laughs> his um his portfolio, if you like, his sort of goal reel is amazing. If you yeah. if you sort of toted up all his best goals, it would be you know very 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 good. Whereas Bruno Fernandes, I don't think so. I don't, I don't it's, really it's probably so. the closest closest player to peak Messi. Obviously, nowhere near as nowhere near as good. But right now, right now, Salah's more like Messi than Messi is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And he's different to Messi. He's more. He's, I think he's even more direct than Messi was. He's like mm. Messi without like he's great. He's a great passer, Salah. But he's he's so goal orientated. Like imagine Messi and just put all his ability just purely into scoring goals. I think that's yeah. what you get with Salah. And, yeah, yeah, he's he's the best he's the best scorer in the world right now. But it's not like it's not like that's all he does. He gets loads of assists, and they're not they're not fake assists. They're normally like quite unselfish assists, quite yeah. um, just just amazing. His I think his all round play has gone to a new level this season. I think th- there were cases in the last few years where he'd he'd put up a couple numbers, but you wouldn't get the feeling he played that well. But it's the, at the moment and for the past sort of year, it's, he's been playing well every single game without fail. 
Yeah, uh, I think if he keeps it up this season, that what he's been doing so far, he has to be in for a shout with Ballon d'Or 2022. He's got 11 in 13 so far in the league alone. Um, and I know and he's got assists. way more. He's got way more. What, what'd you say, Ed? And eight assists. In the <gasps> league? Yeah, he's on like 19, 19 contributions in That's 13. That's fake. Okay. And That's unbelievable. <laughs> his Champions League stats are he's played five games and uh, oh, no, he scored sorry, six five, goals. Five assists. <laughs> so this guy... Let me tell you, in my personal opinion, he wouldn't quite be my uh, at the very top of. Uh, you know, he would be very by, near the very summit of my list. But he would be quite at the top, but yeah. um, that would be for other reasons, which I'll have to explain later. But Salah being on the list, I think we can all agree, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Being this low down the list, I think we can all say no. No. <laughs> How <laughs> incorrect? How incorrect? <laughs> Number six, we have as I've written down on my list, Cronald. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, he got 29 in 34 in Italy. Pretty good. Not a bad, not um, a bad return. Juventus didn't win anything. Did, I think they didn't. Well, they didn't win the Coppa Italia. They didn't win Syria. Portugal didn't win uh, Euros. So, hmm. Same mm. case, same case where same case with um Salah. I mean, Salah should be a, a higher than Cronel. I think that's pretty easy to say, but I think both were held back by their teams. Yeah, um, I was say. through no real well, actually, with Ronaldo, I'm gonna say through through fault of their own, <laughs> just, because, <laughs> just because I don't know. I, I think I think he's such a focal point of of whatever team he is a part of that if they fail he has also failed um, yeah i think so whereas salah it's a bit there's other pieces he's a bit more untouched but anyway yeah um Ronald obviously should be in the top 10 i don't know i think i might be happy with this you know yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a shame um this is the first time he's been outside the top three i think in in over 10 years? It might be even Jeez. more than that. He, bear in mind, he got into the, the Ballon d'Or rankings, the top three Ballon d'Or in 2007 was the first time. Yeah, Where he, he got won in. it, didn't he? Uh, no, I think 2007 he came behind Ronaldinho and... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Kaka, I think it was. And was it was it 08, 09 that he won? Yeah. So this, this, is, how, this is how long this guy's been this good, right? Um but this, I think this is the first. Let me let me get the exact exact thing. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to butcher it. Well, I think it's pretty the, crazy. The point here is well, when we're talking about longevity, I, I, this one feels uh, without giving away any spoilers. Uh, this one feels a bit like the end of an era. Um, yeah, I think so. The 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 pessy pessy Ronald <laughs> era <laughs> has. Uh, <laughs> Pessy, let me, this is another tangent, but it's the, I think Pessy is the dumbest thing that makes me laugh. <laughs> like, I laugh every time I see it. It's so stupid. I think it's because it doesn't work. Like <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. Like Penaldo, Penaldo works. Pessy doesn't. If you didn't know about football, it wouldn't make any sense. Um, I can't get the exact fact up. The fact of the matter is, he. This is the first time in fucking ages that Cristiano Ronaldo has not been in the top three of this list. So that yeah. really says something. And now uh, he Wait, has it, five. Oh, he oh, only oh. has... It's the, the last time he wasn't in the top three was 2010. <gasps> in the top three! Wow. Top three! Best players in the world. 
um, which points to how good he has been. But I think we can all agree he doesn't deserve to be in, in the top uh, five. Definitely not. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I don't know, maybe maybe we've okay. Let me let me just put a hypothetical to you guys. If if this wasn't Ronaldo who'd put up those sort of numbers and had a sort of performance, let's say this was a guy called I don't know Daniel Hammerson. <laughs> What would you say? Where would you say this name. guy deserve? Yeah, <laughs> where would you say I, this guy deserve to finish? I think at the end of the day, when you're playing for Juventus, you have to win something to be like okay, top in ten. Like the top five here. Like this is the team that has been the best team in that league for years. The, the PSG Bayern effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have you, like if you want to win, like or even get in top five. You've got to win like anything with Juventus. Oh no no no! Let's not get let's not get twisted. He didn't, I don't think he he might have won like an Italian League Cup. I'm not too sure. Um, but to put, I think Chiro Immobile either this year or last year put up similar numbers. You wouldn't say Chiro Immobile Chiro Immobile would be anywhere near this list. No no. Um, so again, it's trading off past glories. Ronaldo, in my opinion, is still a great player even now, but. Like, does he deserve to be? Is he? I, I don't think he deserves to be above Mbappe personally. If we really consider no, the facts, if we consider the facts, um, definitely not Salah. KDB probably above KDB. Mbappe, I think needs to be above him. And then Donovan, I don't care. So <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it does feel like he he's starting to slow down. Maybe United he brings it round again. Yeah. If although if. Uh, and I've got a horrible feeling this might happen in like a repeat of Chelsea last year. But if Man United win the Champions League, ooh. Yeah, I don't I, think they'll win the Champions League. I really don't think they will. I they've think got too a, many good teams. Hang on, hang on, hang on. They've, they've, sacked, they've sacked a club legend, utter fraud, <laughs> got it in a German nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's the formula. <laughs> Instead of Timo Werner, they do have Cristiano Ronaldo, so it could be worrying. Arsenal need to Arsenal need to sack Arteta and get in uh, Daniel Farker and we'll win the Champions League. <laughs> okay, four, and we this one we've got N'Golo Kante. Everyone loves I, N'Golo Kante. I like it. I like it. Five feels about what I would say, personally. I I don't have very strong feelings about this. I don't think DMs a glamorous enough position. No, no, just, it should so be for good. attackers. It should be for attackers it's only. Attackers only. I don't know. I just uh, get with the like, program. <laughs> I like. Don't get me wrong. I think Kante is like a like an amazing player, but he's just not glamorous enough to win no, the Ballon d'Or. No. But he did have an amazing Champions League run. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember in, he had champion. He had um, Man City in in the deepest of prisons in the final. <laughs> Um, do, 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 do you remember that? Um, he, I mean, he made he made Pogba look good. Well, yeah, that actually, like... that's a good point. He is, <laughs> he is vital for France. So, Pat, what were you saying about uh, prisons? Because well, I, I was I was going to say, did you have you seen that tweet? It, I think it's an absolute classic. I think it's going to go down in history. Um, but it was tweeted in around minute fifty of the Champions League final from the city the city official account right uh, a champions league final they were losing at the time and it was like a jovial tweet saying like 
oh, maybe, maybe if if Kante stops playing so well, we could do something here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it was utter, utterly pathetic, and it ended. I think it ended with like an exclamation mark and an emoji. And I was just like, I've, no, this I've got it, I've is got the Champions League final. You might never come back here. I've got it, and this is yeah. You've got this very close. Okay, okay. Uh, the tweet reads as follows: fifty-three. No changes at the break and little chances so far this half. Kante has been everywhere all game. If we can bypass him, we might be in business! Exclamation <laughs> mark. <laughs> and then like the emojis and score, which was one nil Chelsea. I'd, I'd be if that was my my club. I'd be annoyed at that tweet if that was in the first round of the League Cup. <laughs> it's, it reminds me of that time Spurs tweeted before the League Cup final, saying um, "Whatever happens, or something." something. <laughs> Whatever happens, we'll, we'll do our best or something like that. <laughs> Only to put in an absolute disgusting performance. Oh god, I bet, I bet, I bet Spurs before the Spurs Champions League final. There's some like, if you look at the account and the feed from that day, it's probably hilarious. Where it's like kick off, come on, let's fucking do this, and then it's like minute two, <laughs> goal. <laughs> <Liverpool>. <laughs> Maybe if Suzuka put his fucking arm down, we'd have a chance. <laughs> but his compatriot. Uh, and go to Kante. Lovely, um, lovely, lovely stuff. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, I, again, it's sort of like he was really good and better than a certain teammate, yada, yada, yada. Um, but this is definitely a team. Him being here is also a team-based thing, isn't it? It's yeah. Chelsea did really well. Kante was actually a big part of that. Let's let's give him his flowers. Um, I think it's up. difficult, though, because like... It... <sighs> He probably is the best in his position in the world. Yeah. Like rivaled maybe like by Fabinho. Maybe Casemiro, someone like that. So like I'm definitely yeah, he, like, he probably, like maybe he yeah. should be like I yeah, I, I it's hard to argue he shouldn't be here, but it's just an attacker's composition. Yeah, this isn't something that I reckon we'd be able to find out, but it would be interesting to see if this is the highest he's ever placed. Uh I'm guessing it probably is. I don't know. He might have. I, I think so. it is in that Chelsea first season under Conte, where he'd gone from Leicester, and um, I think they won. No, they didn't win the Europa League then. But one of those sort of in between seasons, I think he yeah. he ranked really high. Yeah. Um, potentially even top three. But we'll talk about our top four in the next bit. Thank you. Okay, we've done we've done the rest. Now for the best, arguably. Number four, we have Karim Benzema for Real Madrid. Um, I'm going to say, robbed. You say robbed at fourth. Well, well. Because all he, things considered, I think he deserved a podium finish. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, again, he was he was shit during the Euros, wasn't he? Was he? I thought he was all right in the Euros. He got a goal against Germany. He got a really nice goal. A really nice goal. Yeah, he got that one like lovely goal. But I feel like because remember how much hype there was about his return to the national team, and I remember he was definitely underwhelming. Yeah, um, I think the French in general were underwhelming. Though, like everyone was bad. Yeah, yeah. Real Madrid didn't win, but they're in a pretty bad spot right now. Um, yeah, 
I mean, I, th- I think with Ben's, it's like this this season he's cr- doing crazy stuff. Arguably, arguably top two in the world right yeah. now. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm a bit. I don't like Benzema as a person, but as a player, I really, really like him. Um, so I might be a bit biased on this. But what do you guys think? It comes back to like what what we think they rank it on. Because it's hard to say he's not like one of the top two performing players in the world right now. Yeah. But like, as you said, he didn't win anything. And when you're playing for Real Madrid, you want to win something. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I think it's a, like a, it's almost a bias against big teams. Like, if you're doing well there, like, where, where are your trophies? Like, where, where's, yeah, where's the doves? You've got to have you've got to have something to show for it, but at the same time, like he's he has kind of been carrying that team. Now cool, that vid- cool videos as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, videos. Cool, cool videos, but uh, I don't want to say cool video merchant because definitely not. But <laughs> you can't. Uh, and I, I accept the the idea that he, I think he's carried Real Madrid for a really difficult transitional phase, and he's been kind of the main guy during all of that. Yeah, um, which you have to applaud. You absolutely have to applaud that. I think he has to be in this list. One, I think one year has to be top one year suspended. Well. One year suspended sentence merchant as well, though. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say com- the convicted of black veil merchant. Yeah. <laughs> in real life, he's an absolute dickhead. He's an absolute <laughs> baller on the field. Um, banged, banged, banged an underage prostitute as well, I believe. Well, that, you know, that that, that's um, we have. To... Our lawyers, our lawyers are passing us a note quickly. Hang on. Uh, 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 <laughs> redacted, 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 redacted. Hammerson has just texted me. Boys will be boys. Hammerson's <laughs> uh, oh, lawyers have just texted us. <laughs> um, um, I don't really have a lot to say about Benzema. I think he should be on the list. I don't really care where he is. He shouldn't, for me, I don't know if he should be top three. I've got my top three fairly set out in my, in my okay, mind. Okay, okay. I don't think he's in there. I think oh, he should Jesus be top Christ. five. Though. Kane isn't on it, is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, Benzema, um, yes, on the list. Yes, of course he I'll, is. I'll get com- compared compared to the, the other BS at some points in this top 10 list i'll give my approval to this one yeah i yeah i think he deserves to be in there a lot more than a lot of the other players so like not that i've yeah. put together my own top 10 but i feel like i'll be just vibe vibing when we come yeah. to that segment <laughs> yeah and, spe- and pat i'll let you take this segue um okay please <laughs> okay okay so a a podium finish uh in the 2021 ballon d'Or went to mr george Inho uh, <laughs> of of Chelsea, um, a bang average player. Um, any of the people you're currently listening to could do uh, the same job he did throughout the course of this year, probably with a higher degree of athleticism uh, <laughs> and making fewer defensive errors. I could have killed um, it dead at the weekend. Yep, yep. He and it's perfect timing because he had his worst game in a long time. Very recently, as to this recording, a, a dis- truly disastrous game, a truly disastrous player who is hated by much of his fan base, except for the the truly, truly childlike ones. Um, <laughs> and this 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 is a dream come true for nerds who think they understand the game better than actual people. Um, <laughs> this 
Tifo football has won here. <laughs> um, I'd say, yeah. I'd say with with Jorginho, because um, re- we were, we were talking about because we haven't done stink watch yet because I wanted to sort of save it until now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we said, could we really put a Ballon d'Or, someone who got on the podium for the Ballon d'Or, on stink watch? And the thing is, we absolutely can <laughs> because. If any of you listening to this podcast, any of you, I implore you to see what this meant, the crimes he committed against Manchester United at the weekend. He failed to do some of the most basic football football things I've ever seen, stuff that I genuinely think I... I don't know. I don't know if I'm killing that ball you, dead out of no, the air. You're, you're not killing it You'd have put snow on it, though. You'd have put snow on it. Oh, yeah. No, look, look, trust me. It's, it's, it's out of the postcode if it's me. <laughs> um, but this man, let, let, let's not be, about, be around the bush. This guy is, is the ultimate example of just being on a good team. Um, he plays football. Does he play anti-football? Can, can a player play anti-football? <laughs> he, I think it would is, be tough. He's a footballing coward um, for a, for a centre mid anyway. Like, I mean, if you compare it to a, a recent Chelsea player, Cesc Fabregas, um, there is not one metric in football that that Jorginho is anywhere close to Fabregas in. Even in Fabregas's time at Chelsea when he was washed, uh, like, hell on. go back hell. On. Yeah, yeah. Cesc, Cesc was keeping <laughs> keeping Jorginho out of the team, like. In uh, this is completely random, but it when Cesc was like 20, he got like 16 Prem goals, like 12 Prem assists. He was nowhere near the top 10 for the Ballon d'Or. Like, no. George, uh, and we had a lengthy, I had a lengthy tirade at the group chat about <laughs> this to, to Harrison because, and Harrison, I don't want to misrepresent him, he wasn't saying that that Jorginho should be on this list, even though he kind of was arguing that in as many <laughs> words. Um, he was saying that he admitted that this is Jorginho had a good season and was on the two most successful teams of the year, which is true, except for the good bit. I I wouldn't call it a good season. I'd call it a a fine season. Like he did his job. That is the best you can say of it. He did his job. His mistakes were minimized by, let me tell you what, Jorginho owes Thomas Tuchel his next year's paychecks for, But allowing him to be seen is in this light because it's true. Jesus Christ! I think okay. being being like the the midfield the midfielder in two extraordinarily sort of ball efficient teams, if you like to put it nicely, yeah, um, pragmatic <laughs> teams where this style of play is almost geared around entirely uh, Jorginho's very specific set of skills. Yeah. You have to be very lucky to then be in those teams in their best moments yeah. in years with insane luck, may I add, for both yeah. teams along the way. He was he was he was considered until Tuchel came in, he was considered a massive like flop. Um, but I want to do something here, right? And I'm gonna ask you, Dixon, um, without mentioning team success i want you to actually make the case for Jorginho as a top three ballon d'or player i'm not 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 in a jokey way sell it to us and not in a team sense at all yeah yeah, yeah. you can't you can't mention what his team's won or the word um, tempo yeah no you can mention tempo because oh, you're allowed tempo. It, without tempo what have i got without tempo um, you are truly fucked <laughs> you know we're, t- we're talking about a man here I've never seen someone Are keep we? it ticking like him. You know, uh, 
he can pass the ball. He can <laughs> he can pass it in the other direction, assuming the first direction was sideways and the second is <laughs> the other side. Um, <laughs> there's even a third direction which is backwards that he's very capable of passing in. You know, like what sort what sort of player has got this 75 percent passing range? I, they're tough. They're tough to come by. They really are. <laughs> they're great and, numbers. You know, they're great numbers. <laughs> this is a man like. This is a man. <laughs> it, it, we're talking. We're talking about a man here. A man who <laughs> plays football. He plays football in midfield <laughs> for two teams. Um, what more do you want? <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about his goal return. He was Chelsea's top scorer in the Premier League last season. <laughs> oh, was he? That's miserable. With seven goals, all penalties. Yeah, all penalties, though. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. But he can take a penalty. Yep. He, Recently, he's been... He, he can take a mean penalty, except in the single most important moment of his whole life where he fluffed his lights. <laughs> <laughs> Which happened this year, the year that he was given a, a podium finish on the Ballon d'Or. Here oh. we are talking about a, a, me, a, me, a real metronome of a man. Where <laughs> if, you, if you put a ball on a spot... Oh, fuck, I'm actually going to disgrace. I don't know how far away it is from the goal. 12 yards. 12 <laughs> yards. This is a man where if you've put a ball 12 yards from a goal... My God, can he kick it in? Most of the time. He won't go sideways or backwards. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> he'll he'll do, kick do re- that bad boy forwards. Do you reckon he sees the ball sort of... T- I'm surprised because kicking the ball A, 12 yards, and B, in front of him, seems like his <laughs> personal nightmare. Can you imagine him just spraying it back to the goalie? <laughs> no, because he, he wouldn't reach the goalie. It would have to, it would have to be... Uh, another centre mid just outside the box. He would do, you know, the infamous Thierry Henry to Robert Perez botch penalty. (laughs) He would do that if he could. Um, And Dowling, Dowling, can you make the, Dixon, you have sold me there. That was a, that was a great. Are you on the, the sort of the judges list? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. But uh, Dowling, could you make the case against Jorginho? Again, not mentioning teams. I, w- I want to hear this as an individual player. Um, <clears throat> I'd suggest that nearly every other Premier League central midfielder that starts every week for their club offers something that he doesn't. T- maybe aside from... Who- who's Watford backup centre mid? Musa Zoko, like Musa Zoko, I reckon I was, he, that's crazy. he can at least that's drive at the fence. He can drive. No, that's, stop, that's so wild because the player I was thinking was Musa Zoko. <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking Musa Zoko and I was thinking who I'd prefer. And I think I'd prefer Sizoko. <laughs> I love that. I completely washed Sizoko. I'd rather have the Jorginho. This guy, well, look, look, because... And, and can we say on, on a podcast note, he is anti-PNP in the extreme... No pace, um, oh, no power. So, no so power. limited on the power front. Um, <laughs> and Bruce so Zoko limited is, on is the, the pace man. front. And don't even let me get onto um. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say, in almost serious note, players, our, our prime targets are pace and power. People we go after every week. You Bruno Fernandes, your Thiago's. I'd say Thiago is better in every single regard as a footballer than. Jorginho and it's not even close and I hate Thiago I hate him so much but this guy is is a, a different universe 
of a player in terms of what he offers than what Jorginho. It's the same thing. They're doing the same role. They're doing yeah. the exact same thing. But Jorginho makes it look as boring and as mundane. And, and really, sometimes as shit as it possibly can be. And he gets paid for it. Less, less effective than Thiago as well. I'd say Thiago is the only thing Jorginho could have above Thiago, apart from hair. Although no. Thiago's getting his hair back. So, no. um, but is... I think he's slightly less rash in his defending while still being quite rash. But in terms of, okay, off the ball, Jorginho offers, he's a net negative. He offers less than nothing. He can't move. He can't cover space. He can't tackle. He can't track back. Uh, you saw in the goal he conceded, which was entirely his fault, that not only did he fuck up the touch, uh, a difficult touch, but he fucked it up. Um, he then instantly knew he wasn't fast enough to get back so he just gave up didn't, didn't even try didn't, didn't move um this is everything he represents and the stuff he's meant to be good at i'd argue he's okay at like yeah he he frequently underhits passes um like he okay he doesn't misplace a lot of passes because the passes he makes you would have to be sub sub five aside level to not be making those passes <laughs> Um. Yeah, he he controls. He controls. The more I'm talking about him, the, the worse I think he is. Actually, like <laughs> I was saying in the group chat that I thought he was a good player. I don't think he's a good player. I'm not even sure. I think he's an average player. <laughs> third best player. Third best player in the world. Okay, guys. Yeah. Just, just bear that in mind while we talk about him. Um, I think. Yeah. To 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 put. Uh, we have to stop talking about him eventually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy. This is this is this is a football crime that he's on this list. It's a pure instance of uh, success being on a successful team. Um, nothing more than that. If he was not playing for Chelsea or and or not playing for Italy, he wouldn't be in the top ten thousand. But somehow no. he's on this list. Um, I hate him. He's a fraud. I'm glad he didn't <laughs> win. If he'd won, if he'd won this list. If you won the Bandor, I think it would ruin the Bandor. I think the Bandor would, would yeah, yeah. people would be like, okay, who gives a shit? No one cares. Then. Clearly, no one gives a shit. So that's, that's not the, Ballon, the Bandor this. won by the likes of Messi, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, Kaka. Greatest players um, we've ever seen. Yeah. Not, can you imagine like, going to the annuals of history? And I know like Pavel Nedved won it. Like, okay, fine, I understand. That. Yeah. But like Cannavaro, eh, but you know, still Michael great Owen. Michael Owen. Michael Owen, yeah. But these guys are. At least you could suggest generational for their yeah. for at least their nation. Jorginho is not even the best Italian midfielder in the world. Nico Barea is, is a million times better than he oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. Marco Verratti, <laughs> arguably, <laughs> arguably the best centre mid in the world. <laughs> Locatelli, um, no, they're, they're, we got three off off the top <laughs> that are already so much better than him. And bear in mind, Barea and not Locatelli, but Barea won the Italian league. And the Euros, yeah, nowhere to be seen. He was, he was, he was top. I think he came like 29th or something in the in the list. Not third, Bruno Fernandes. I'm Bruno fucking Fernandes. And okay, like, like I am being, I am just okay, listeners here. I am being harsh. I'm very, I'm very hit up about this. I'm very frustrated, but I will say, I would not have been so annoyed about this if it hadn't got to Jorginho's head clearly. Do you remember like him dyeing his hair blonde and taking the piss out of Foden and England for not winning the World Cup, uh, the Euros? And it's like, yeah, what's where? You, 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 can, you can do that. You could do that if you were like, you missed the penalty, twat. 
<laughs> if anything, you should be fucking ashamed of not talking about that. Like, do you remember Ronaldo when he missed the penalty against um, Chelsea in the Champions League final that Man United won? They won it. He missed the penalty. Serious. He was inconsolable. Like, he could not stop crying. Jorginho just, he, he fluffed his lines and he just, you know, walked or, maybe, walked or maybe ran. I can't tell with him. <laughs> Uh, back to back to where his team were. <laughs> shameful, um, a shameful, shameful man. Um, how yeah. dare you? How dare you disgrace our game like this? And he's on Stinkwatch, needs to say. Not only yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Ballon d'Or's on Stinkwatch, I think, as well. Because <laughs> this is this is an absolute disgrace to have this individual, this person at top three. Get him out. <laughs> Let's move on. I want to talk. I actually want to talk about this next player. I don't want to talk about it. Fucking judging yeah. you, honestly. At number two, um, the man who has maybe got the most BS I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life is uh, Robert Lewandowski, who scored 41 in 29 appearances last season in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Now, I think before we talk about him in more recent terms, we can all safely say that if the Ballon d'Or actually ran last year during the pandemic, which it did not, this man was a surefire Ballon d'Or shoo, winner. Yeah, shoo-in. And they, for some reason, didn't run it because they couldn't do some bullshit award ceremony that means nothing um, to give the actual one award that actually does mean something. They could have done it on um, Zoom. They could have had blurred backgrounds and pictures of 21 Savage as their background. Yeah, they could have done that. They done that. We, we're doing it just fine, okay? Yeah. And they didn't do it. And he got... We didn't really get snubbed because it wasn't the competition, but extreme extraordinary bs for Lewandowski, but he didn't let it get him down he kept it up and he's been amazing this season and what does he get fucking second. a fake a fake trophy as well a fake oh you got striker of the year mate well done okay. here's a here's a here's a shoebox <laughs> um i think it's disgraceful he, personally i think it's disgraceful to Lewandowski. He, he he seemed to take it with good humor he must have been burning inside, though. <laughs> what more can he like? Genuinely, <laughs> what more can he do? It's so weird. It's so weird. Because I know, obviously, we do have listeners who who aren't massive football fans or wouldn't have, even football fans who wouldn't have necessarily kept up with the Ballon d'Or because, as we were explaining today, who cares anymore? But <laughs> they gave him, like, as a made-up trophy, which was, I think, was it, like, best striker of the year? They don't have best that for any other position. Year. No, not a thing. They don't have any other position, but best striker of the year. Um which I'm sure only he was eligible for. <laughs> um, they gave him, they gave him a little box and a big circle. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. So it's absolutely disgusting. It's they look so like they're made of cardboard. Um, this guy, I think, especially bear in mind in 2020, if you guys don't know, he won the Champions League with Bayern Munich. Yeah, a COVID Champions League, but a Champions League nonetheless. Um, Save so Chelsea, we'll, we'll include that one as well. Uh, and I think, bear in mind that he's Polish. The Euros, I, I just don't know what you expect him to do. Poland is so shit. Yeah. Even with him, like, you, you, what do you expect him to do with Poland? I mean, Bayern Munich didn't perform as well as people thought they would have done in the Champions League last year. But aside from that, the man is basically perfect. He's been perfect in nearly everything he's done the last like two or three years. Um, yeah. but he still, for whatever reason, can't win. I mean, the only uh, thing he can do more ball. is move to a more respected league. Yeah, we've had this. We've had this debate before. Uh, I think yeah. we all probably fall, fall on the same side, though. Where it's like he he's Doesn't still doing incredible. Do so. He is a pussy for not doing it, but I can understand why. 
Um, yeah. he's got in, he's got in nice and comfy over there. Nice and comfy. Um, he does, but, but he has won the Champions League. To be fair to him, he has won the Champions League. The, the Champions League is well. Yeah, the Champions League is really for me. What is letting him be in with a shout? Because if you look at the numbers. He's the only person comparable to to Messi and Ronaldo in the Champions League. Really, the numbers he was putting up in the Champions League the season they won as well were ridiculous. Wasn't it like a goal a game or more? It was than something a goal like a game that. Or something it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's a robot. Um, and the thing is as well, like you know, we we joke about Bundesliga attacks, uh, and by joke I mean be deadly, deadly serious. Um, <laughs> but I think he is he he is tax proof. Yeah. He's not paying. He's on the Cayman Islands somewhere. He's not. <laughs> but because um, because I think he is so good that you could put him in any any league in the world, and he would be one of the best players in it. Um, as I understand it, last season, and this this uh, saying this out loud actually infuriates me on his behalf. He <laughs> broke Gerd Muller's goal record in a season, which was thirty nine, I think, in a season, which is an incredible yeah. record, and he broke it. So three no sorry two more than that and didn't win the best player <laughs> in the world and, and also disgusting. like we've not done an episode of this before and we will but about comparing past football to present football um yeah. but uh the sort the the Gerd Müller record is one of those where it came at such a different time that it shouldn't ever be broken because it it was an era where Half the players you've been playing against would probably be drunk or <laughs> drunk or you know not professional. Um, uh, you know, well, well, that's good, really. <laughs> yeah. and and Lewandowski to break that in from what sounds like having not played nearly every single game. No, is I'm, not, crazy. I'm not sure. It's ab- absolutely unreal. Yeah. Um, so to have him second. I mean, before we conclude with him, obviously he should be on this list. Obviously he should, yeah. he should be top three. I'll go into where I believe he should be after. I think I've given it away quite obviously, <laughs> but um, I, I think it's quite disgraceful. I think it's one of the more, one of the more disgraceful decisions. Um, him being second on this list for me, purely in terms of as well the fact that last year, I think they should have just out of the spirit of the award, just been like, look, he's won. Come it. On, here you go. But certain individuals have won this award so many fucking times. So <laughs> many times. Ago. <laughs> this man, Lewandowski will likely never win this award now. He, he will yeah. never get a better chance. No, no, he, he just... never, he never will. I don't think. Um, could maybe do it this. this you say that I've been. I, I, I was just looking at his um, stats this season. Uh, in the Bundesliga, he's on fourteen in thirteen, <laughs> and some somehow in. Champions League, he's in. He's on nine in five. What the? <laughs> is 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 what Wikipedia is telling me? Oh, okay. Well, Jesus. Yeah. And okay. that's the thing as well. And, and again, okay. No, Ed, you say who has won because I want to then make a combined point about the two of them. Okay, sure. Um, so in first place, I mean, if you know anything about football, you obviously know who it is because it's the only big name, the name you probably all know. Uh, that we haven't said yet. It's Lionel Messi, Luke number Shaw. one. <laughs> it's Danny Rose. <laughs> Danny Rose. I can't believe it. Finally, it's happened. His team, Fif- his team was relegated. <laughs> Unprecedented scene. Lionel Messi with 32 goals in 40 appearances. No victory, no domestic cups, but he did win the Copa America in South America with Argentina. 
His first international trophy, I believe. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. And yeah, um, I don't really have a lot to say about Messi, to be honest. I I think especially he suffers a bit from, and hear me out, from the sort of Kane BS that I'm, I'm getting right now is, I think he did have a really good season previously. Sorry, who? But... But, I've not heard of this player you're talking about. <laughs> he stunk it up so bad in the conditions he's in now since the start of the new season that it really mars how I think I perceive him personally at this moment in time. So I don't really care what he's done previously. He's he's so shit at the moment. Yeah, he is a to Messi's it, level. It, yeah, and that's the thing. He is a victim of his own success. Um, yeah. Obviously, not that much of a victim because he just won. But um, <laughs> like we we do hold, and this is what I'd say about Ronaldo as well is when you compare the two, if the if the Ballon d'Or was truly reflective of just individual ability and the level these people have hit that year, Messi would have won the last eleven probably. Yeah, um, probably. Even at Ronaldo's peak, Messi is the greatest player the world has ever seen and will ever see probably. But, and Messi had a great season and you can't begrudge him winning the award, I don't think, because it was a great season, Barca, uh, and we're seeing this now, just how shit Barca are without him. But by his standards, an, a normal season. Um, mm. And this is the combined point I want to make, is that it would have been nice for, in Lewandowski's, like the best season he will ever have, a crazy season. They gave it to Messi, who had a pretty normal Messi season. Um, mm. I, it doesn't feel right to me, but I like Messi ball the Ronaldo, so a, a thousand think... Ronaldo fanboys are going to be killing themselves today. So <laughs> it does point to me, and I think you guys probably would agree with this: the Ballon d'Or, by and large, is more of a popularity contest than it is a good indicator of who's actually performed at the best level. Because Lewandowski just isn't. Tri- Messi is just a very popular person in general, very popular figure within the world of football. And Lewandowski just isn't. He just yeah. isn't. You know what I mean? And that is, to me, the reason why he's missed out. No, nothing other than that. Uh, I can't... He won an international trophy, sure, Messi. But I don't care about the Copa America. <laughs> just, just <laughs> don't care. Um, and Lewandowski, so, if Lewandowski won the Euros, he'd win every single individual award that any human being could ever win. Yeah. Salah is also hurt by this because he didn't play in an international trophy, I don't think. No. Oh, it's, it's fair. Because, like, yeah, so it's do? just so unfair. You <laughs> should so, just invent one and play in it and win it. <laughs> do we have any f- final thoughts on Messi being the winner? It's actually one of the least interesting bits of it, to be honest. I think it's yeah. more people that have been there in spite. Messi is just such a good player. We're so used to how good he is. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Dixon, Dixon what do you think? I mean, it's all recency bias for me, but I just think at PSG, he's been, he's been shameful at PSG. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite, I mean, he'll be, he'll, this, he'll, he'll... this is a man who's been the best player in the world for 11 years. And then everyone had to be like, counting off various kinds of debut he was having waiting for him <laughs> to score a goal i think he had like seven different debuts like oh it's his uh, debut oh it's his uh, first start oh it's his first start in the, the cup it's his french first start in the champions league and eventually he scores a goal and it's like messi scored it, on, on his, his debut. first start on his first start wearing socks the wrong way around <laughs> 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 yeah, it's kind of sad to see him on the decline, but it happens. It happens. It's happened, happening to Ronaldo as well. Like, 
Yeah. And but a point I made earlier with Ronaldo, and this does illustrate the importance of the Ballon d'Or for some reason, um, is that Ronaldo has basically said that his only real goal in terms of personal achievement is just to simply win more Ballon d'Ors than Messi. And how's uh, that go for you? Pal? That's not happening, <laughs> yeah, bitch. He's losing seven five now. <laughs> that's confirmed, yeah, he's, and he's washed. Yeah, uh, I'd argue. I'd argue Ronaldo is less. At this very current point in time, Ronaldo is less washed than Messi, though, and that's the story yeah. for another yeah. time. I think if we were if we were a French podcast, Messi would be a recurring guest on Lustink Watch. <laughs> Lustink. <laughs> Lustink. Um, okay. Yeah. For our final uh, segment here, what do you want to do? Your top ten, or as I just thought right now, predict our top ten for next year. Do our top ten for this year. Top ten for this year? Okay, I think yeah. Too hard, should... too hard to say. Um, yeah, I, I think should we just read us individually, just on the spot? I, the I reckon spot. we should not be given any time to prepare. We should just go around and rattle them off. Go for your yeah. gut, because I've been sort of building up a list in my head. Um, so let's go with number one, Dixon. I'll start with you, number one. Who, who's winning your Ballon d'Or? It's good. Fuck! I've already thought too much. I can't decide between Lewandowski and Salah. I'll give it. I'll give it Lewandowski. I will give it to. I'm going to give it to Salah. You give it to Salah. Okay. I'm going to give it to Lewandowski purely on the very I know uh, hypocritical basis that he did actually win a league that year, um, and I know how hypocritical that is. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, in second place. Pat, who are you putting there? Are you just flipping it? Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Dixon. Salah. Salah. Yeah, I'll, okay, I'll go for Salah as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, see, we see the vibe here. I'll do yeah. number three. I'll start number three. And I'm going to put Messi in number three. Um, I think as hypocritical again as it is, he has to trade off some past glories and he was so good as well. Um, yeah. And I don't want to say you have to give some stardom some pizzazz to this list but you kind of do so okay pat who's your number three messi um and not just because of that because i think he he had a good enough season for it and um he it would be really sad to see that top three streak end just yeah, yet. It would. I think it, it would. There's, a, there's a couple of years left in the old dog yet 100 100 what about you Dixon? Yeah, sad, sadly, uh, yeah, Messi as well. Not very interesting, but that's fine. I mean, it's because we're all in agreement. Good player, that Messi. Good player, that player. yeah. That one to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, who are we putting in? Uh, let's start with you, Dixon. Uh, might say Benzema. Yeah, I think it's a fair position for him to be in. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. Pat, if you don't mind, I was going to say Benzema as well. I don't want to ruin your answer as well. You read my mind. <laughs> and that, funnily enough, is actually where he did finish. So that's pretty cool. Okay, okay. Oh. Hats off to the, uh, yeah. I could run a French football magazine. Easy. Hats, yeah, hats off to the random, <laughs> random French publication who apparently designed these things. <laughs> number five. Very remember we had N'Golo Kante. He would definitely not be my number five. I'm going to say Jorginho. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I thought you'd be serious there. No, no, no. Um, no. <laughs> oh, what? No, he wouldn't be with my top five fucking whatever his made up position is. No, um, I'm going to say... 
and you're going to hate me for this, I'm going to say Mbappe. Mbappe? This one? Uh... Yeah, I can't think of someone better than Mbappe to put there. I'm going to put Cronald. Cronald had a better, or, or Cristiano Ronaldo, as normal people would call it. <laughs> he he uh he got a better goal scoring record, I think, than Mbappe in the last season, in I in a more difficult league, um for, and I guess they they did in similar levels. I think actually Juventus did worse in the Champions League, but I'm never going to blame Ronaldo for that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna for Ronaldo number five. Yeah, that's fair. Um, number six, number six, number six, number six. I'm putting in Mbappe. I'm just get my boring one out of the way. <laughs> Dixon, what about you? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, sw- I'll be switching with you. I'm putting Cronald here. Cronald there. Okay, okay, okay. Kante. Kante. Ooh. Okay. Number seven. I'm, I'm not going to put. Uh, full disclosure. I'm not putting midfielders in mind. I don't give a shit. I'm putting only attackers. <laughs> I don't. I just don't care. I'm going to put for number seven. Is number seven run? Yes. I'm going to put Lautaro Martinez. Um, ah! No, but, but hear me out. You look at his you goal record. You have damn good reason. Look at his goal record and look what he won. He won basically every big thing there was to won, but win by the cha- by the Champions League that season. Yeah, I was, was, he, was Did he actually play for Argentina? Yep. As in, I, I, I believe you've so. Got the, you've, 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 cr- you've crunched the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think it's a nice, it's a nice change from the usual ones. Okay, he got okay. Uh, he got seventeen and ten in thirty-eight in a title-winning season. He did pretty crap in the Champions League. We won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> I think you've got to have a player like that in there. Lukaku would also be, uh, I think, a fair shout as well for that because he, he was a partner. I'm surprised by that, but I'll get onto why in a minute. Who look up um, or just Martinez? Your pick, your pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think to, to have that is a, that is a very good season by yeah. by anyone's standards, and to win the you know the the, the trophy that Messi basically there's the reason why he's won the Ballon d'Or is because he won the Copa America effectively. Um, yeah, to win that and to win a difficult Scudetto as well, whilst not being the most high key player in the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give. I'll throw, I'll throw all right, all right. Who have you got, Pat, number seven? Uh, did I already say mine or not? I'm not too sure. I don't think so. Okay, okay. Is this a new? Is this a new round? Yes, new round. New round. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give this one, Cronald. Yeah. Oh, you're in Cronald. Okay, okay, okay. Mr. Yeah. Mixed yeah. it up a little bit from you guys. I, you know, I expect a bit more from from that guy now at this point. Yeah, it's true. I, I, I completely, I completely get that. Dixon? That's fair. Kante, uh, I think. I think he deserves yeah, to be in the top 10. Yeah, you're saying any name now, aren't you? <laughs> I, no, I, no I, I think he deserves it. Oh, and just slightly explaining, and, and yeah, because Ed said it as well, like, I think Kante, as much as I hate to say it, and this is part of the Jorginho thing, like, Chelsea probably do deserve someone in the mix, and he, I think he was their best player, so have him. Yeah. I'm not going to suggest him, but... In my personal opinion, Thiago. I know you didn't play as much, but Thiago Ooh. Silva was was magnificent. Um, and in my personal opinion, I don't know why, but I like the centre back is a more of an artful position than the Jorginho role. 
in terms of what you do. I think it's, it looks better. It, in my mind, it takes more skill, more artifice. It's complete bias. Um, so I'd actually put Thiago Silva as my highest Chelsea player. And I'd even put Mason Mount as my as my other highest Chelsea player as well. Above, Ka- above I would, Kante? I mean, Mason Mount, yeah, fair enough. Purely because um, of the second output. Purely because of the second output. Yeah, I wouldn't put that yeah. fucking fraud, Jorginho, in there. No, no. Yeah, Mason, Mason Mount didn't do I mean he was good but it, like numbers wise in the league he wasn't all that no he's got he like got five six five, goals yeah, six it, assists it or something like that good. yeah it was just surprising because he was so young um yeah have we done number eight have we haven't done number eight yet have we no I think that's what we're on yeah number eight okay let, let me think about this one can I can I go quickly absolutely it's worth it I'm gonna say Harry Kane hmm interesting I'm going to agree with you. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to be... I wanted to hear you guys first. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, 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 I thought, and i got to say, I thought you were going to put him in a couple of spots ago, but we're, we're too embarrassed. <laughs> no, I think, because um, I, I truly, I, I'll put Harry Kane in at number eight as well. I think the only reason why I wouldn't is because I thought he kind of stunk at the Euros a little bit. And I think his whole mm, performances this season have been quite poor. Um, quite a if, bit kind. Yeah, it's been, it's been it's been nothing short of dreadful. Um, and if he if he'd carried on his form from last season, and he'd say say he'd carried on this form into this season, and he'd won the Euros, I see no reason as to why he would be pushing that top three. Personally, I don't really. Again, yeah. it's one of those ones where I don't see what more you can do. Let, um, let's say let's say let's say honestly, like, and this is a good example. Um, let's say Spurs did a bit better, finished top four. Um, yeah. England won the Euros. It's two two sort of things that Chelsea can claim. Um and Kane has done it. Let's say Kane was on, I don't know, even six Premier League goals this season. Why couldn't he win it? Like it's true. It's it's weird. I think the voting does close at a weirdly early time. So mm. and also I think he suffers even more so than Lewandowski, in my personal opinion, from that not very popular thing. He's not a very yeah. marketable, trendy footballer. But but if Kane had won a Ballon d'Or when Henri, a, and I, we've never talked about it on the podcast, Henri, a much better player, um, yeah, no, had, had, ne- had, never, had never won one, I would literally be inconsolable. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be more inconsolable about the fact that Pavel Nedved won it in ah! Henri's prime. <laughs> um, Winger, Winger Jorginho. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because I think has Kane he a, has he, hasn't he been arrested this week as part of the whole Juventus thing or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, please. Can they re- requisition that Ballon d'Or from his, <laughs> from his locker at Juve and give it to Henri? <laughs> yeah, but, but moving on, Kane. Um, I think he's definitely, I think he has the ability to be a Ballon d'Or winner. I think he's got that there, not anymore. But, not oh well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was a couple of seasons ago where he outscored literally every single other player in the world uh, in the calendar year. Um, didn't get close to a band or nomination, obviously, because you know what a load of bullshit this competition actually is. <laughs> um, so he got team of the year though, which I'll take. I'll take. Yeah, but yeah, I put him at eighth, no higher than eighth. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, obviously, the man this, was ridiculous. This year has really hurt him. Yeah, this I think since really even the Euros, like even if he, he stat padded a bit, he ended up with like four goals, but it was I think he got didn't he get like a hat trick or something? And he got he got a brace against Ukraine, he got one against Denmark, and he got one against Germany. I will say the the 
in the Germany and the Ukraine game, I thought he was really good, especially that Germany goal. Uh, that was really important. So yeah. fair, fair play to Harry. But yeah, it's Ed. Who's your number eight? No, I was thinking Harry Kane as well. I think that's I think that's where he ranks. I I think like you both said, if Spurs had done better, if England had done a better, like a man who got the most goals and the most assists in the Barclays. He's got to be in the top 10. I don't know why yeah. they've put him 23rd. Yeah. I, think that's I don't think that gets made enough a deal out of, to be fair. I think, considering in the rankings, he was behind Bruno Fernandes, where in, in the domestic league, let's let's just consider the fact, let's just talk facts very, very quickly. He outscored Bruno Fernandes, he outassisted Bruno Fernandes, and his team got further in the European competition than Bruno Fernandes. Albeit, Man United finished above Spurs. I'll take that. How does that make any sense that he can, <laughs> that Bruno Fernandes is voted a better player for that it, it, there's no there's not one logical reason apart from the fact that Man United play better we'll be we'll be asking we'll be asking Temi about Bruno Fernandes in next week's episode so yeah look forward to that guys that should be look, really forward, look forward to that attacking really attacking good. midfielder Jorginho <laughs> 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 he was no, no, on no, yeah. Oh, we need to talk about that at some point. But yeah, tune in next week. Tune in next week. <laughs> My number nine, I don't think I've said him yet, is going to be Mbappe. Also, um, you, you agree you agree with exactly where they put him. Yeah, I think um I know I put up a big fuss at the start about him being there. But I'm thinking about it. He A has the star power to so just continue to be in this list to the end of time. And he actually had the numbers to somewhat back that up. He didn't win really any anything of significance, and he was complete shit in the Euros. <laughs> so for that reason, he's number nine. Okay, for me. What about you guys? Like a Gundogan. Ah, go in there ahead of me. God cop damn it! I, it almost was like a cop out, but he had an incredible season. City won the league. Yeah. Uh, Champions League final. You know. Need some, need he, some was, he was great. He yeah. like so much better than Ke- like De Bruyne. What is De Bruyne doing on this list? Uh. <laughs> Just pure. I think I think um, De Bruyne might be the purest. He's in there because of his name. Yeah. Oh yeah, player. definitely. Jorginho, he doesn't have uh, no name like that. It's just pure what the team did. What the team did. But De Bruyne, De Bruyne over Gundogan is because people know De Bruyne. He gets lots of special cards on FIFA. Like yeah. that yeah, really true. is it. Gundogan had a fantastic season. Um, there's a I, in a way, I think me because I'm Pokemon Knight as well. But I think it feels a little harsh almost. But um, he was great and great player. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. I wouldn't. He doesn't get into my top ten, unfortunately, uh, purely because I don't really like Manchester City. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this I, list I, is falling apart. I will. I will fully concede that. Um, Gundogan had an absolutely fantastic season, but I'm going to put Thiago Silva at my number 10. Uh, I thought he was really great. I think he's a really special defender. Um, I hate Chelsea so much, but he... Didn't you, you do him already? Or I... No, I, me- I mentioned him, but I didn't no, mention him. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, I think he... Uh, I think he... The reason why Chelsea's so successful, they owe a lot of it down to him. And they are... And let's face the facts here, Chelsea are so successful at the moment. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's gonna be my number ten. Nice. Uh, Defender, I'm, I'm gonna, is, game's gone, but I don't care. This is this is game's gone as well. I'm taking a slightly different route, and I'm gonna say Edward Mendy. Um, I hate you putting a goalkeeper in, but I really, oh. 
I really like him. I really like him. I really don't like Donnarumma. Um, big nose. I thought, really big nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought Mendy had an actually unbelievable season. Like, uh, yeah, especially his Champions League campaign was like otherworldly good. It, it was the first time in in I. I think he might be the only goalkeeper in the world right now that has like f- a fear factor about him. Like, well, maybe Aaron, funny enough, maybe Aaron Ramsdale. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Mendy, Mendy, there was a game, I know this, he might not have even counted for the voting, but there was that game against Brentford like a month ago. Yeah, he was. Some of the stuff ridiculous. I was seeing. If I was a Brentford player, I would, I would not understand what was happening in front of me. <laughs> like, he was unbelievable and it's like he's been putting in near that level performances for like i've not seen him have have, have a bad game he's signed really, really yeah make a mistake for chelsea so yeah um yeah get him in there i like him i agree with your reasoning but i think a, a goalkeeper in the top 10 bound is is so games gone yeah um and we're talking about the list which had gigi donovan right i know i know so. <laughs> <laughs> right dixon finish off this list Bring us home. Can't get, uh, th- throw in an outside shout. Do you find stupid? I mean, I th- it's not that stupid. It's probably a bit of an outside shout. I just Marco Verratti. I think he's the best mid- centre midfielder in the world at the moment. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he get, I guess he won the Euros. Um, I think he played about one, ge- one game. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was good when he played. You know, yep. I guess he didn't really do much with PSG. So. It's very much on a. Uh, this is this is very much like a status thing. Like he's, he's I just a good player, think he's yeah. incredible, as opposed yeah, to like, okay. wow, look at what he's done this season. But I yeah. just think he's the best centre midfielder in the world. Well, much like how the actual band door is kind of like whatever the fuck goes, basically is the list. There's no real logic to it. That's kind of how our lists are. And I think <laughs> these are good lists. I think these are quite fair lists. Um, one final spin I want to put in before we go is who's your manager of the year? Who's managing the? Oh God! It's it's it is no no. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Arteta. <laughs> it's, it's Daniel redacted. Parker. You could make a claim if you were really trying not to put in. I think we shouldn't even mention his name. I, I, th- think, I, I think it's Bielsa person. Let's not. No, let's not. <laughs> let's the person who we all know it is, and lots of our audience know it is. That you already know. I don't want to introduce the people who don't know his name to him. Let's leave it at that. So I'm going to say David Moyes. Or Moyes, Moyes. sorry. Always, always say Moyes. Yeah, I say him like he's Spanish. Moyes. Moyes. <laughs> <laughs> David. All right, for the biggest insult, I'm going to go for Thomas Frank. <laughs> no, sorry. Nuno Espirito Santo is going to be my manager of the year. He managed for a total of 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but what are 10 minutes they were? But to be fair, the, I, the first 10 minutes of that second half against City were, were really... No, hang on. <laughs> we're the Pace and Power podcast here. Let's give it to Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, coach of the year, man of the year. Um, and uh, we, we have as much credit, really, when you think about it, we have as much credibility and jurisdiction to decide these things as the actual Ballador does. Surely, yeah, what we what we say goes. We're a football publication. This is purely speculative discourse yeah. as well. Yeah, we're, we're a football publication, and we have biases and opinions. Let's. It's it's Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. He is the I mean, official I, manager of the year. The only thing I want to say to that is, if we're looking at the most pace and power manager, I mean, he probably he doesn't look like he's got any pace at all. But in terms of power, it's good too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I thought. <laughs> 
I might have built like a goddamn tank. I thought you were going to go with the other, the other, um, uh, more stereotypical pace and power. Just give it Vieira because he's like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but he did have a lot of pace and power in his playing days. Yeah, he was very very slow right now, (laughs) like George, like George, like Jorginho. And let's wrap this up. (laughs) Okay, um, that was Ballon d'Or. I don't know what I'm going to title this episode, but I thought we had to talk about, um, yet another criminal installment of this fucking garbage award ceremony <laughs> um, we I think we've rectified the, the right rankings there hashtag justice for Lewandowski um, didn't put uh, number Jorge, one but yes Jorginho yeah Jorginho um, how can you sleep at night how can you even show <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's justice justice for Jorginho as well but the justice you need is <laughs> criminal justice <laughs> <laughs> In a, in, a, in, a, in a country that hopefully still has the death penalty. Oh, Ed, Ed, t- title this episode, Justice for Jorginho. <laughs> they'll get the clicks, but they'll get the hate as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, but if you enjoyed this episode, this uh, long, rambling episode, which we said was going to be a really short one and actually turned out to be one of the longest ones we've done so far, <laughs> uh, please uh, share with your friends, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and we will see you in the next episode where hopefully, hopefully, we're going to grill Timmy about Manchester United and really get to the bottom of what has been a shocking season so far. Peace!